Welcome to the Bethesda Church Podcast. We're so glad that you've joined us today. If you'd like to give to this ministry, you can do so by visiting us online at BethesdaChurch.tv. Now, let's jump into the message. Bethesda girls, women, chicks, I don't know, God's girl. I don't know how you reference yourself, but Pastor Karen, I love you. Thank you for the opportunity to be here. And, you know, I just want us to have a good time tonight. It's different, right? It's you in your living room or your kitchen, or maybe you've gathered with some of your friends. Maybe you're doing a watch party. I'm not sure how you're doing this, but I do know one thing, that God is with us. And the Word says that He is a very present help in a time of need. And I'm grateful and I'm honored to be able to be here. You know, here's my backdrop, (laughs) bringing this into your home. So thank you. Thank you for letting me invade your space. Thank you for allowing the Spirit of God to touch your heart tonight. And my prayer for you, as I was talking to Pastor Karen, and we were just dialoguing, and my prayer is that you will really feel the Spirit of God manifest in your home, right there where you are. And you want to know the cool thing, girls? This is what I really like. I feel a little maybe awkward. I didn't put my eyelashes on, you know. I do have a back scratcher in case I get a little itch or something. But I didn't put eyelashes on. I didn't do the full-on shebang makeup. I've got these awkward jammies. But you know what I love when we were dialoguing is we thought, what greater way for God to minister to your heart in the vulnerable space of where you are than now? Because listen, there's nobody else around you. I mean, maybe your kids have to be tucked into bed or maybe you're single, then that's even better. You don't have any disturbances unless you have an animal or a dog or a cat or whatever. Um, But you've got this place The space between your ears is where I want to talk to. This mind space, this roaming, your solical realm, your mind, your will, your emotions. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So what comes out of this space up here? Well, the Holy Spirit knows exactly what you need. And we're going to allow him to occupy that space. We're going to allow him to just invade your heart. And in a moment, we're going to pray. And we're going to give him permission to do that. So because there's really no other distractions, it's not like you can turn to your neighbor and give her a high five. I mean, virtually we can high five or we can do, what is that, um, I, did I do that heart right? I love you, right? I heart you. So we can connect this way. But you really have these precious moments where if you want to cry, Grab some tissues. In fact, you might want to get off your couch or wherever you are right now and go grab a box. You think, oh gosh, I don't want to cry. Here we go. Okay, then don't cry. Whatever. Just want you to be prepared so you don't miss a moment. Um, grab hot tea. Grab coffee. Uh, for me, I like oil. So I put my favorite oil here. In fact, I'm going to dose myself with it right now. So wherever you are, oh, I don't know, just take a woosah moment. <sighs> Inhale, exhale. The point is that you let Jesus minister to you at this night. This is your time. This is your moment. And there's nobody else to distract you. There's nobody else that can tell you to pause. There's nobody else that can can interrupt this time. If you allow it, that choice is up to you. But I'm going to let you know right now, I've been in preparation and in prayer. And I've talked to Pastor Karen, and I love her heart. I love you. I'm a little bummed out, honestly, that I don't get to be at that amazing Greenbrier Resort. I mean, come on, who wouldn't want to be there right now? But you know what I love? Is that the Word says that He inhabits Jesus. He inhabits the praises of His people. And right now where you are, you can lift your hands, and you can thank Him for a God moment. You can thank Him because He does want to be acknowledged in all that we do. You know what? Just do that right now. Just pause. 
Lift your hands, acknowledge Jesus, and thank him that he can invade this space right now in your heart. So Jesus, I thank you right now for every person that's watching. I thank you for the opportunity and the privilege that I have right now just to speak into the lives and the hearts of your girls. You love them. They're fearfully and wonderfully made, created in the image and likeness of Christ. And everything you've created is a good thing. So I ask you to rule and reign over my heart, that my mouth would be the pen of a ready writer, that I would speak a word in due season that would minister grace to those that hear it. Father, I thank you that as you invade my space and my heart, that I hear from heaven, and I thank you that there would be fruit that will remain from our time together, that these words would come into the atmosphere and minister life right there to every individual watching. In the mighty name of Jesus, I speak it and declare it. In fact, I even believe right now that someone, you're just kind of suffering from some depression over all of this garbage and silliness with COVID. Let's take the elephant out of the room. We're all in different spaces. You're all probably wearing many hats and maybe dealing with fear, frustration, anxiety, or maybe your faith is, woohoo, God is awesome, and you're on cloud nine, and you're just so grateful. I don't know where you are, but I do know this. I know that God does, and I know that he cares very much, and the scripture says that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And so right now, I just want to let you know that you don't have to deal with depression. You don't have to deal with loneliness. You don't have to deal with feeling um, invaluable. And uh, I just feel like there's something you're walking through right now and you feel like you're outdated and your time is up. Oh my gosh, that's the biggest lie ever. Actually, your greatest moment is now. Your greatest moment is now. That means God can use you right in the middle of all this mess. He cares so very much about you. So let's get into some scriptures I want to talk to you about this evening and, and just let you know that you're valuable, you're significant, you matter, and there's nobody else like you. So get a notepad if you want. I have this little silly one because I, I don't know about you, but I read um, at night sometimes and I use this little light. It's quite bright, but I don't know. Get your notepad, get your pen. Let's uh, take some notes together. Let's go through the scripture together. I won't give you a whole lot, but... <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, I coughed right in that. But my heart is just to be able to let you know that we are in this together, that God is going to do exceedingly abundantly above. And my heart and my prayer for you is that when this is all over, you will really feel Jesus. All right, so let's go into the scriptures and get your Bible, get your pen, get your notebook. Let me take a sip of my tea. Mmm. I also wanted to let you know, like, I don't know, maybe you don't have any makeup on. Like I said, I didn't do my eyelashes because... Let's face it, after this, I don't know, maybe you're going to make a cup of hot chocolate, eat a brownie, I don't know, call your girlfriend and go to bed. I don't really, do, excuse me, know your routine. But, and no, I didn't burp. That was not a burp. That was like a hiccup. Okay, but for me, I get on my little mask at night. Um, I have these little weird, don't act like none of you have ever worn these. Like I have these little shower cap things, but I really don't want to mess my hair up too much. So I have little routines. Like I put this on, I wipe off all my face. I put my little silly eye mask on. I use my oils. Why do I tell you all that? Not just to be silly, but because if you don't create a routine for yourself at night, especially after all this, maybe it's having a cup of tea, taking a moment, having tea and toast, whatever it is. If you don't take those moments to pause and those moments for yourself, or if you go to bed all scattered and frantic, how you wake up the next morning is how you start your day. So go to bed in peace. Go to bed full of God's pieces of love for you, his joy for you, his strength for you. Because if you don't, you're going to fall into pieces, and he wants us to fall into him, fall into his grace. So here, I want to read you some scriptures right here. Let me read you this one. 
Um, I've got uh, some people in the background. Please don't walk around. It's kind of distracting. I'm like, oh, Lord, have mercy. Um, okay, so I want you right now to take notes. I want you to focus in Jesus' name on a few of these scriptures. So Matthew 13, let me read this to you. Um, right here. You're like, what in the world? Why are you talking about people in the background? Because I actually have some friends here that are with me today. And um, I want you to know that we didn't just do this, just me and Pastor Karen. We did this for you. We are gathering. I have women right here. They are praying for you right now. So while I'm here doing my thing with Jesus, they're actually praying for you right now at home, okay? So you got to know you are covered, girl. We not, might not be in this building together, but we are covered in Jesus' name. So right here, Matthew 13, I really like the scripture. Um, the righteous will shine like the sun in their father's kingdom. Anyone who has ears to hear should listen and understand. Now here's another version right here. It says the godly ones will shine like the brightness of the sun in their father's kingdom realm. If you are able to understand this, then you better respond. It's kind of like a little in your face, right? It's like, hello, in your face we go. Why do I read this? Because I want you to understand that Jesus wants you to hear right there in that pause. Did you sense that dead space? Do you know there's power in your pause? How many of you, if you're just really honest with yourself, you maybe have been a, lived a busy life, a productive life, a very dynamic life. I don't know, like you've been in the crescendo of what you feel your assignment's been, and then all of a sudden, COVID happens. <gasps> oh my gosh, you're stuck home. Um, what now? Okay, great. This is good. It forces me to take time. Whew, okay, I have time. I've got this pause. I've got this break. Okay. And you kind of were maybe a little frantic at the beginning. And then you find a rhythm, right? And you go into this rhythm. And then you're like, wait a minute. It's been too peaceful. It's been too calm. I need to upgrade and get back into my busy, my productivity again. Do you realize what God has done? I'm not saying God did this. I'm saying God will use this. What God has done is he has literally left the Holy Spirit here for you. That's right. In the middle of everything that you're walking through, he leaves us a comforter. Just kind of like the sweater that I have on. It's comforting. It's warm. It's cozy. I've got cute socks on. I've got fuzzy little slippers. You know, I like this, the texture of it. It feels soft. <laughs> Just like that, that's how the Holy Spirit is to you. He's a comforter. He's there with you. So let me ask you this. Have you prayed for this pause? Have you prayed for the break? Have you prayed? Because the scripture says, he who has ears to hear, let him hear what the spirit says. Don't be ignorant of what's going on, but let's hear. So I'm asking you, are you hearing what God is saying to you in the pause? Are you hearing what he's trying to get you to pay attention to in the middle of what is a worldwide pandemic? Because I don't know about you, but I'm not in fear. I am very intentional that what I'm doing must be led by the Lord, or I don't want to do it. I don't want to spend more time on social media than I need to be. I don't want to spend more time pushing out content and finding the next and the best thing, although that is valuable, and we have put some attention to that. I don't want that to be my consuming factor. I don't want to be that. That so consumes me that I forget this. 
that I forget my most important moments of who I am. I've already been created in the image and likeness of Christ, so have you. So my most important moments is that I walk in meekness and love and kindness and gentleness. And wherever I go, whether it's the grocery store with a mask on, girls, do you hate the masks? Like, oh my gosh, they totally mess up your makeup. My lipstick is all jacked up from the mask. And not only that, but I get breakouts. Like, whoever thought we'd be wearing masks and gloves to a grocery store. But while you're there, have you had your God time so that you can be a light in darkness? You can minister to the person across the counter that's taking your groceries. You can acknowledge somebody in the grocery store. Like I said, I'm not really walking in fear, but I'm not going to underestimate the power of the pause. And in these pausing moments, that's what I want to leave with you tonight, is that you recognize that God is for you and not against you. He knew this day would happen long before we were ever created. He knew Christine would be sitting here in these awkward jammies, feeling like, holy moly, Lord, I want to so connect with people. I want to hug people. I want to love on people. And he knew that I couldn't. And you know, that matters to God. He cares about what's on your heart. He cares about the questions that you've asked him today. You know, who you are right now, I just keep hearing the name Celia and Maybe it's for someone that will watch later, but I want you to know that God cares about you when you lay your head on the bed at night and you ask him, you talk to him and you're frustrated. You know, he cares about that. He cares about what you're going through. He cares about everything. If he numbers the hairs on this mop of mine, then surely he cares about every question and need that you have. So I know I, I feel emotional at this moment and and maybe, maybe you do, maybe you don't, but I know for me, better is one day in his course than a thousand elsewhere. Better is one day worshiping and praising him than a thousand elsewhere. And now we've been given a lot of margin at home, a lot of time at home. So what do you fill your home life with? Do you fill it with his presence? Do you fill it with goodness? Do you fill it with busyness? Do you fill it with chaos? Do you fill it with joy? I know for me, I've put together more puzzles in our household, which I've absolutely loved with my husband and son. I kind of had to like twist their arm a little bit to do it, but they did it. So, you know, thankfully we did that. We've gone on more walks together. Um, have we had fusses in our house? Mm-hmm, yep, we have, because we're all in one space, right? So it's different. So we're not exempt. None of us are exempt, but I think if we could just encourage each other, and tonight, is fun. Tonight, you might want to have a dance party after this. I don't know what the rest of your evening looks like. I've given you a few different scenarios of making your nighttime routine good and waking up better, refreshed in the morning because you did so. Whatever it looks like, don't lose the essence of his presence because God wants to invade this space between your ears. If you need a title for tonight or you're taking notes, just put the power of my paws. Not pause like a dog but the power of pause, P-A-U-S-E. And I want you to be mindful in your pause. Sit in it for a moment. Feels uncomfortable to some, doesn't it? Like, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> Yo, shoot, I'm left alone with my own thoughts. Oh my gosh, now, oh, my thoughts are roaming. Oh, I forgot milk. Oh gosh, oh, that's annoying. Oh, I'm overwhelmed. Oh, people talk to me harshly. Oh, I didn't quite like that. I got in an argument with my spouse. Oh, my boss, when am I gonna go back to work? Oh my gosh, my finances. Oh my goodness, what's gonna happen? And what about church? And what about the kids' ministry? And what about this? And what about that? Oh my, what am I gonna make for dinner? And how, oh my gosh, I'm, I gotta clean all the groceries now? Oh, that's so exhausting. I get it. Trust me, I'm living the same thing you're living, just maybe in a different dynamic, maybe in a different space. But I get it. But what I want to drill home 
is that right here, Matthew 13. I want to read to you some of these thoughts that I made. I want you to just write these down. What do I do with my time at home? Am I vulnerable to God's word or am I not? I mean, these are just things for you to answer for yourself. I know I can't be there with you. And, you know, when I was talking to Pastor Karen, and we, we wanted to be able to pray for every one of you. And I love that time of intimate ministry. And I know in different platforms, you know, sometimes it's thousands of people and you can't always get down into the altar and minister. And well, now here, you know, it doesn't matter if there's 500 people or five people, or I've got just a very few that are right here praying in the background while we're doing this. So there's really nobody here. And I say that to just give you um, a dynamic of how things have changed. So one thing that does remain the same is Jesus. He never changes. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So asking yourself these questions, and like I was talking um, to you about being able to lay hands on people, do you know right there where you are? If you've got an illness or an ailment in your body or a physical pain in your body, you can put your hand right now on that place. In fact, someone right now is just dealing with a little bit of issue in your knee. You can put your hand right there on your knee and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you that by your stripes I am healed. You know another individual right now, you've got really bad migraines and someone's got pain in the left part of your shoulder and this clavicle part. But you know what the Lord right there? Put your arm or your hand right there as a point of contact, you know, and just say, I thank you, Lord. I thank you that you're going to heal me right now in Jesus' name. And, you know, some of you are just really struggling. Like, I don't even know if I could stretch anymore, Christine, like my hand. I don't know. I just feel like if someone's got an issue right there in your arm. But you know what? I'm believing right now that Jesus is going to minister to you. He's going to touch you. He's going to make sure that this arm becomes whole. You're like, well, how can he make it come, become whole? I've got to get to the doctor and I've got to, okay, maybe you can't go to the doctor now. But we serve Jehovah Jireh, a great physician, a great I am, who cares, who does miracles. Do you read the Bible? Have you read about the amazing miracles and the stories in here? They're not just stories just to encourage you, to pump you up. These are miracles, testimonies of the goodness of God. He parted a Red Sea for crying out loud. You don't think he can heal your arm right now? You don't think he can heal your marriage? You don't think he can heal the space between your head, the decisions, the thoughts that you have to make? He says, all you who are weary and heavy burdened, come to me and I will give you rest. He says right now, weeping indoors for a night. And maybe you're frustrated, maybe you're irritated, maybe you don't like this time. Maybe you don't like being alone. He can give you an answer. Some of you just probably need a miracle right now in your thoughts. Just a checkup from the neck up. And I don't know, but I do believe a couple of you even need healing in your marriage and you're frustrated and you're angry at that man. You know what? I get that too. I want you to just, when we're done, or maybe make a Tuesday or a Wednesday or make a day and just go and anoint your house. Put oil on the doorposts and just say, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord and no weapon formed against us shall prosper. And sometimes we want to make it all about the other person changing. But you know what I found through the word of God and my many decades of doing this life with Jesus is that he really doesn't care so much about what I think about other people. He cares about how I react to other people and respond to them. He cares about how I keep myself aligned with him. About Christine making it about putting yourself in this word. Like, you don't need to go to Facebook to get another word, honey. You need to get your face in this book, and he's going to give you the word that you need. He's going to give you the empowerment and the encouragement and the strength that you need. It's just a matter of making yourself matter enough to take moments and set margins out of your day to find the power in the pause. And when you do that, 
Jesus will show up. Maybe not in the way that you think or you want, but he does show up. It's kind of like all these beautiful, look at these amazing flowers behind me. They're vibrant and they're bold and they're pretty. That's just like you. You might not see yourself as vibrant or bold or colorful, but I'm telling you, you are. You are the finest thing that God has ever created. So sweetheart, you better pick yourself up and know how special you are. Square your shoulders back in those cute little jammies and just say, mm-hmm, I am who God said I am. And it's okay to get a little sass with yourself. Did I hear sass? Wasn't that from, um, what's that from? Oh, that's a, I see those little blue creatures, those, uh, I don't know the movie now, I see the movie. Uh, anyway, but in one of those little uh, references, he said, did I hear sass? Well, you know what? Not an attitude sass, but did I hear sass? It's almost like God is saying, whoa, does she know who she is? Wait, is she finding her identity in me? <gasps> Wait a minute, she's coming to me with all those things? <gasps> she's talking to me instead of running her mouth? She's coming to me instead of being grouchy and angry? Oh, that's my girl, I knew she could do it. And he just sits up there and he loves it. He loves when we take this time, when you relax and you just go, I'm gonna talk to God, he knows everything about me. So maybe jammy night isn't what you thought, right? Mm. Maybe you thought you'd have this amazing party all over church and popping balloons all over the place and eating popcorn, but you can do it at home. <laughs> I don't know when we're going to reconvene in life. And you know what? I don't know what life looked like for you before COVID, and I honestly can't promise or give you a template of what it's going to look like after all this is over. Each governor has their own set of rules, and I know we're listening to the president, and I don't want to talk about politics on here, but I am mindful of everything that we're walking through. So is your pastor. That's why they love you. Your pastors love you. Pastor Karen has such a heart for you, and I loved hearing her heart for you at for tonight. And she was really specific to make sure that you got ministered too. For me, that touched my heart. I thought, man, that's a woman after my own heart that wants to make sure that no matter what life looked like before or no matter what life looks like in the, in the future or even in the now, she cared that much that you got ministered to right there in your own home. So we're going to take a few moments. I'm kind of going to wrap a few more scriptures here, and then we're going to pray for you because we don't want you to deal with any kind of fussy, any kind of deadly emotion, any kind of opposition. We want you to walk victorious. We want you to walk full of the love of Jesus. And sometimes life makes it crazy, and you don't get it. But you know what? You can still bloom where you are planted. Stay connected to your local church. Stay connected to Pastor Karen and the vision of the House Bethesda girls. God loves you, and he is not going to leave you in a rut. He cares way too much about you and the vision that you have. He cares too much about blessing the break room. He cares too much about all the things that you have going on in your community to let you suffer. Rather, I think he's giving you these opportunities to sharpen your axe at home, to polish that thing up. To say, God, I thank you. I pray this every day. I say, Lord, if there's any wicked way within me, I give you permission to search my heart. I want you to invade my space. I want you to clean me up, God, that I would have clean hands and a pure heart. That whatever I do, Lord, it would be an exemplification of your love, your grace, and your goodness. And I would hope that you would do the same. It's something I've done for a very long time. I take communion throughout my week, and I've created a lifestyle of fasting. I must be honest with you, though. I got off the bandwagon for the first few weeks of COVID. I think I ate about 36 Oreos. Mm. 
Hence, uh, yeah, why I feel a little frumpy right now. Yep. Ate too many Oreos, and it was like, hi, Christina. You know, tap, tap, tap. Let's just get the temple back in to check there. So I had a little checkup from the neck up, and uh, I'm sure I'm not the only person. So just be honest with yourself, and uh, don't wear the mask and lie to yourself, okay? Because we definitely can't have an altar call for liars, but Jesus sees you in your space, okay? So don't lie to him, just be honest. And know that, listen, you can wear the mask to go to sleep, but don't wear the mask in his presence. Take it off. Let him see all of you. Let you be totally vulnerable in God's presence. Okay, so here's another scripture I want to give you. And it is in Matthew 6. And right here it talks about prayer. Matthew 6, verse 5. And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners. I'm not really drawing your attention to there, but I want to paraphrase. I want to skip all the way over, but let you know where the verse I'm starting and where it talks about prayer. And that is verse 9. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed, holy be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And you can go through and read that. But right here, girls, this is the template for prayer. You go to him first and you acknowledge that his name is holy. He is a holy God. He is just. He watches over this word to make sure it performs that which it is set out to do. So when you pray, pray the scriptures. Oh, Lord, how do I do that? Go in this uh, back here. It's called the concordance. And find out what you're believing God for. Restoration of my marriage, strength, hope, whatever it is. And there's going to give you a ton of scripture references there. And then go through the scripture. Write those things down and start to declare those. And when you pray, I had a little book here. I didn't bring it. Um, you can put your name in that, in that moment. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Well, I put my name in there. Christine dwells in the secret place of the Most High. Christine, God leads Christine beside still waters. God restores Christine's soul. I put my name in the place of that scripture because to me, it's just my way to make it a bit more personal. And that's kind of how I keep my color. That's how I keep my vibrancy. That's how I keep me alive in Jesus. People say a lot, oh my gosh, you're so full of joy. Oh my gosh, you're so happy. Don't you ever have a bad moment? Oh, heck yeah, I have plenty of them. But you know what? For the most part, I am happy. I am joyful because I lived in depression. I lived in anxiety. I lived in low self-esteem. I lived in fear. I lived with prescription medicine. I lived in so much chaos when I lost my virginity to a rape. I hated who I was. I had so much self-esteem. Yeah, so now I realize I don't need to be that girl stuck on medication. I don't need to be that girl stuck in insecurity. I am who God says I am. And I am fully confident and I am persuaded that he's got me covered 365 days a year. Every single second of every moment of every hour of every day. Is it always easy? No, I'd be a liar if I said it was. But it's possible. With God, all things are possible. So a lot of times what I have learned to do is just reframe it. Just get that checkup. Just, just reset. Sit in the pause. Sit in the moment. Just what I'm telling you to do. What I'm asking you to do is nothing I haven't done myself. And there's power in it. And I truly believe when you have been set free in an area, you spot it out on others. It's kind of like the radar, right? The, the dog, the hound dog that goes out, you know, the hunt dog. He knows where to go because he follows that scent. Well, I follow the scent of Jesus. And just in closing prayer for you. And um, In fact, I think we're going to end in this part of the prayer. And then I'm going to pray for you separately on a, on a second clip. I think that's how they're doing it. But pray out God's agenda. Pray out God's agenda and get into worship. Worship really matters. Worship is your weapon. Worship is warfare, 
Okay, girls? So I hope you got something out of tonight. Remember, this might not be the path you chose. You might think there's another path, but God is on this path. He's not forgotten you. He cares very much about you. Listen, clean your closet out if you need. Take advantage of the extra time. Go for a longer walk. Go outside. If it's raining, let the rain drip on your forehead. Mess up your hair. I don't know. Go smell the fresh air. These are fake flowers, y'all. I wish they were real. Pick some flowers. Put them in a vase. Go to the grocery store. Invest in a $5 bouquet for yourself. I don't know what you need to do. Right now, those are my feet. They're barking because I need a pedicure like so bad. Like, could you see me like now trying to hike my foot up here? Ouch, that's actually exhausting. I think I need more yoga. But anyway, okay. So give yourself your own pedicure. You're saving some money and then buy yourself a latte with the money you saved. I don't know. Your husband might totally disagree with that right now. Maybe don't do that. Okay. So I'm going to pray for you in just a minute. But listen, I love you. I'm super grateful that I got to be in your space tonight. Thank you for inviting me. It's an honor and it's a privilege and I never take it for granted. I'm going to pray for you in just a moment. Okay, so if you need to take a, a quick little pause or a quick little break, don't go too far because um, I'm just resetting myself and this is going to be maybe like a five second clip. Blow your nose, grab a tissue, have a little um, sip on a latte, but I want you to know that we are going to pray for you. So get ready. Think of the most important thing you need Jesus to do. You already know what it is. You just need to identify it. It's not rather that you don't know it. Sometimes we need to recognize what's right in front of us. And when you acknowledge it, then you can overcome it. When you stuff it, you're going to be sitting it for a long time. Okay, girls? I love you very much. I'm going to end this clip just for you, and then I'm going to go into another clip where I'm going to pray directly for you. I love you very much, and I cannot wait till the day and the moment that I get to see you face to face. I want to take these ministry moments and just speak life into your heart. I want to take this moment and let you know and declare over you that God is for you and that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. I want you to get fervent about your walk with God. I want you to write a declaration if you haven't written one already. And I want you every single morning to wake up and declare, I am who God says I am. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I am created in the image and likeness of God. And everything he created is a good thing. I am a good thing. You might want to shout it from the rooftops. You're thinking, how in the world do I have all this prayer and praise time when I got everybody in my space? Those of you mamas, I get you. <laughs> you know what? You're like, can I have an extra little potty break? Well, right now, I'm going to speak life into you. And I'm going to ask God to give you a way of escape. Make margin for you. Not that you're escaping or leaving your house. Maybe it's the bathroom. Maybe it's an extra little walk. I don't know where it is. But I'm going to ask God to show up and give you some sweet bonuses and surprises. I'm going to ask right now. In fact, in the name of Jesus, I take divine authority over the atmosphere. Anything that exalts itself against the knowledge of Christ, we render it null and void. And we say, go in Jesus name fear you go anxiety you go depression and loneliness you go you have no authority in this atmosphere that's their home and God inhabits that home as for you and your house mama you will serve the Lord mama that's a single mama grandma that's raising kids a single woman wherever you are God's got you there's no distance in the spirit and I'm gonna believe for the supernatural presence of God just to permeate your heart right now in fact, I believe some of you right now, you're feeling a little stressed out. Just do a little wiggle with your shoulders right there. Just kind of shake the little sillies out like I tell the kids. And let the peace of God, which passes all understanding, guard your heart and your mind through Christ Jesus. He's a way maker. He's going to make a way when there seems to be no way. Don't be stressed out about that job. Maybe that job's ending. 
I surely know this, when one door closes, another one opens. So I don't want you to be stressed out, whomever you are right now. You're being fearful and fussy over your job. Let it be. Do your part. Do due diligence. But take the pressure off. Jesus isn't a prince of pressure. He's a prince of peace. So I declare peace over you right now in Jesus' name. Peace that passes all understanding. It's going to guard your heart and your mind. These two work together. So right now, Father, I thank you for that. I thank you for the husband and the wife that they're not going to fuss anymore. They're going to have peace and unity in that home. Lord, I thank you for that woman. And I don't know who's even believing to get pregnant. You're going to get pregnant on this season, not just probably because you have a lot of extra time, you know, but I do believe right now that Jesus is going to do that for you. I don't know if it's been infertility or whatever it might be, but I just thank the Lord that you will be fruitful and you will multiply. You will have the children. God will grant you the desires of your heart. Your quiver will be full. God promised it in his word. I have a miracle son. Well, not on my own. Dave and I do. Solomon, he's a documented medical miracle. You could always watch my testimony on the 700 Club if you want more info about all the craziness and all the stuff that I've been through. What I'm telling you, girls, is nothing that I do not believe. I believe that the power of Jesus is so real. It can be so evident right there in your home. It can be so evident. It can permeate the very essence of your bathroom, of your living room, of your kitchen, of your closet, of your car, wherever you are, if you allow him. So just as a sign of surrender. Just lift your hands right there where you are if you feel comfortable. It's just a sign of release. Now, Jesus, I thank you right now. I thank you for even those that need to make a fresh commitment with you, that they rededicate their life back to you, that they allow you to invade their heart. I thank you in Jesus' mighty name that as their hands are outstretched, God, that you're going to do exceedingly abundantly above in their life. I thank you, Father, for ministering directly to the heart of your woman, of your daughter. You've created them, and everything you've created is a good thing. And, Father, I just thank you. I thank you so very much for miracles. You know, God sees your heart, Grandma. He sees you've been praying for that family. He sees you've been praying for those grandkids. And you cannot blame yourself anymore. You did a good job. You did the best that you know how to do. So I'm saying take the pressure off yourself right now, okay? Because God knows it. He gets it. He sees where you are. My biggest thing, if I could leave for you, is just breathe and relax. Declare the word of God. You and your whole household shall be saved. That word saved translated in the Greek means to be rescued. Your whole household shall be rescued. Jesus is rescuing your home, Grandma. Don't be stressed out. He's got those grandkids. Declare legacy over them. Write a declaration for them and begin to speak it into the atmosphere because you know this. All of you girls that are watching, in this Bible, in this amazing book, there are miracles here. And God will watch over this word to make sure it performs that which it is set out to do. So now let's pray for a few other things. Let's pray right now for those uh, girls that are dealing with a little anger. Oh, shoot, we went there. Yeah, we did. Now, I'm not saying that you ha don't have a reason to be angry. I'm not saying that you're not even justified in why you ha are having the reason to be angry. But God doesn't want you to have an angry heart. The scripture says that you can be angry and sin not. And what does it look like? Maybe a righteous anger. It can look like a frustration or an agitation. But the word says quickly, it says cast whew, all your cares onto God because he cares for you. So right now, you know, you know that I'm talking to you. And you know that Jesus is getting your heart and you're feeling a little fussy and a little uncomfortable. Well, you know what? We just say perfect love casts out all fear. And at the root of anger, really, when you follow that out, it's just buried pain. It's pain. 
It's hurt. And some of you have taken up offenses out of that anger. You've taken up the offenses of someone else. I call them borrowed offenses. Why are you taking up the offense of someone else, putting a noose around your own neck? Oh my goodness, it's not healthy for you. The best thing you could do is cast it off onto Jesus, is to let him heal your heart is to just confess. If I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that Jesus is, is my Savior, then why do you think if we confess that, why would you think he would want us to be contrary to any other toxic or deadly emotion? If I confess in my heart and believe with my mouth that he is who he says he is, then anger, you go in Jesus' name. You have no authority to pierce my heart anymore, no authority to plague my thoughts, no authority to disturb my sleep, no authority to speak death in my ears. I cover my ears in the blood of Jesus. You know, there's a wonderful scripture all throughout Ephesians and this incredible Bible where the Lord talks to us and he says, hey, put on the armor of God. So right now, put on the helmet of salvation. Put on the breastplate of righteousness. Take up the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, and the shield of faith to quench every fiery dart of the enemy. Put on the belt of truth and the boots of peace and walk worthy of the call with which you have received. God loves you so very much, honey, and he wants the very best for you. We are in this thing together. I know I'm not there in person, but trust me, I'm praying for you. I've been interceding for you. We have prayer ladies right here, and they're praying for you. And I want you to know how important you are to Jesus, how loved you are, how significant you are, and how valuable. You know, you holding on to that anger, it's not hurting the people that harmed you. It's actually hurting you. That's right. It's affecting you. So the best thing you could do is leave it at the cross, lay it down, scratch that itch right there, uh-huh, scratch that frustration, say, oh, goodness Lord, I'm dealing with that, and then cast it off. How do I cast it off, Christine, in these last few seconds? Listen, just like this, if you're a visual girl like I am as I'm praying for you, just maybe visualize a brown bag, a brown paper bag. You ever have those little sack lunches? Imagine those toxic emotions, those frustration, those deadly thoughts, even the girl right now that you've been even contemplating suicide. Oh, no, 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 in Jesus' name. You will live. You're fearfully, wonderfully made. You're not going to die. You're not going to take your life. God cares way too much about you. You get plugged into this church. Get plugged into this house. They love you. This Bethesda family, they're going to be your family. They're going to help see you through. Your life is not worth taking. You're valuable and you matter. So go to that brown bag. See those thoughts. Let them be extracted. Visualize those toxicities going into that brown bag. And then just kind of visualize. Okay, close my eyes. This is weird, Christine. Hey, Jesus saw the whole world, right? If it's seeable, believable, believable, achievable. He created the whole earth, but he had to see it before he created it. You see it through the eyes of faith, which is what I'm asking you to do right now. See those things going into that bag and giving that bag over to Jesus. Allow your thoughts. Get creative. Let him take that bag of garbage and get it far from you because it's not a part of who you are. It's not a part of your destiny. You're not supposed to be washed up, sad, miserable, looking like you've been baptized in pickle juice. You're supposed to live the abundant life. You're supposed to walk in freedom. You're supposed to have the joy of the Lord that is your strength. Now, if you don't always walk around like, whoa, -ha -ha, like a joy tank, that's okay too. Be your personality self, be who you are. But I did find this out a long time ago. When I got saved, I lived it up for the devil. God did not change my personality. He shaped my character. So I'm going to leave you with that right there. He's not going to change your person. Oh, I got saved now. I must be holier and I musteth prayeth like if this is. Oh, please, give me a break. No, that's not it. He changes your personality, not. He shapes 
your character. So let them shape your character. I hope that you've enjoyed PJ Night. I've enjoyed hanging out with you. I look forward, like I said, I said this a couple times, because I want to drill it in there. I want to come back and see you face to face and love on you. I love to hear testimony of what God's doing in your life. You know, and just make a fresh commitment to Jesus. If you got to do it every single day, if you have to sit and hit the reset moment button every single day, like I'm resetting, I'm going to be positive. I'm resetting, I'm going to be peace. I'm resetting, I'm going to be joy. Then just do it, okay? I love you very much. Jesus cares about you. Sleep will be sweet tonight and you will have an amazing, abundant rest of the week. I just believe it. Be on assignment. Never forget your someone's answer. Find the power in your pause. Reset yourself and always be mindful that if God did it for somebody else, he's going to do it for you. He cares for you so very much. Allow the peace of God that passes all understanding to guard your heart and your mind through Christ Jesus tonight. You enjoy every bit of tonight call your girlfriend, talk about all the good things that God has done for you. Don't forget to have your God time and journal it and change your perspective because God is doing a new thing and Jesus is still on the throne. And this pandemic did not shock the King of Kings. He knew it was coming. He could have stopped it and he didn't. But I'm not going to debate that. But I'm going to leave you with this, that he loves you and he's got it all under control. So just lean into him. Find the power of your paw, sweetheart, and I'll catch you soon. Have an awesome night.
Thanks for spending part of your day with us. You can keep up with us at BethesdaChurch.tv, on Instagram, and on Facebook. And remember, you always have a home here at Bethesda. Bethesda.